erratic games that can be decent so far. Yeah, right, us, yeah. The stats for the weapons, they're extensive, but so far the three legendaries they've shown look much more interesting than anything most of the looter shooters showed outside of Borderlands. But then, yeah, outside of Borderlands, a lot of them are just mediocre, in my opinion. At least. Ooh, Kobe. Yeah, I didn't really. Now, I haven't really played any Lita shooters besides Borderlands. I mean, we count Destiny and Division, but I haven't played them either, so. Yeah, just how I like this game that I just. I don't know when it came out or if it came out yet. Other side. Which one? Looking cool. Other side. It's called Other Side, but it's spelled C I D E for side, like. Genocide, you know, but it's called other side. Like it's like a black and white kind of tactical RPG uh, type okay. thing. No, is that all black and white? But I mean, it looked like it was mostly black and white. It had like red. Okay. Yeah. I think it's yeah, quite. I like, um, Yeah, I sent the link in the Discord the other day. Yesterday, I think actually. Earlier. Probably PC only. Yeah, it's on Steam right now. Plan, plan to come out this year. Oh, looking cool because I mean, yeah, I like these tactical. Cool. I like these tactical RPGs because they give me that that XCOM type vibe. Versus uh, like of... a, like Final Fantasy Tactics or, or Disguise or something, but. Yeah. You know, tactical RPGs. I just saw today that Mutant Gear Zero Road to Eden on the Switch has dropped again on on GameStop. It's ten bucks. What game? But and uh, Mutant Gear Zero. I'm Mutant Gear. <laughs> dropped to ten bucks on GameStop, but then like there's none. Of course, there's none near me to pick up in stores. So after. Order to online for delivery, and delivery is six bucks, and then tax like two bucks. So it's like, well, it's back to the price it was before. <laughs> but it's like at the yeah. price it was before yeah. without adding all the taxes. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've been wanting it for a while. But then a lot of people were saying that the, the visually, the port on the, on the Nintendo Switch has been. Pretty more mediocre visually. Mm. I haven't really heard anything bad about the the game itself. It's just the the visuals are important. I don't really care too much for visuals. If I was if I can't switch for visuals, I just got get on PS4. I just want. I just like. I mean, if it good enough to play on the Switch, because it's about portability, really, when it comes to the Switch. Yeah. Like that doesn't look yeah. like. Zero. I remember that one. Also, kind of cool. It's so it, this video I watched, I know do moving mad slow. <laughs> like his his character moving slow, or he moving slow. Nah, like he taking forever to. Uh yeah, one of those. Gotta analyze every. I, I mean, <laughs> I, I got it because I was I was that too when I played XCOM. At the XCOM or XCOM two, I can't remember. I think it was XCOM two. When I played, when I played it though. 
No, I think it was XCOM. In the beginning, I was just reckless, like, oh, I could kill this person, go out there, kill them, you know. I wasn't, I wasn't playing chess like you're supposed to, because the thing yeah. is, even, even though, yeah, you could kill this person, the thing is, at 98% chance of hitting somebody, you could miss. Like, 9 out of 10 times, you could miss. That's a wild attendance. I don't know how that does work, but then if you miss, you have to think about, all right, this person will hit you back, and then all these other characters, enemies that could come and get you, probably will. So yeah, I used to, I used to, like, map out a plan in my head in XCOM, you know, like, alright, this character attack, and this one, and then this one, and then watch, alright, maybe that enemy will come, this enemy, like, try to see what they would do, and then if I get hurt, alright, if, if this character hurt, move it to the back, kind of thing, because I used to try to save all my characters, kind of hard, yo, I never beat XCOM, because you think I it's like, like um... at the end of every fight, the majority of my characters were injured. So I had to yeah. let them rest. So I had to use a different yeah. character. So I had like a, I had like two teams. But the thing is, how many people just get to put in each mission? I think it's like four or five. Might be six. I can't remember. No, I think it's like four or five characters per mission. But, so at the end of each mission, there's both like three or four of them just be injured. So you have one extra. Then you use your next team, your B team. And at the end of that mission, like three or four of them injured. So now you only have like two of your of your main teams, two people from your main teams that are good. So you got a brand new team. Half of those dudes just die. Man, that gave us hard, yo. And then if to make it easier for myself, if I could take the stupid Doomsday counter off, all right. But have a Doomsday counter. This other side game looking nice, though. It, it different it, because it's like a RPG. Well, the the way the the moves are, I kind of feel in like tactical RPG, like a Disgaea slash um, Final Fantasy, you know, stuff like that. But yeah, the way the 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 board is, we just move and stuff. Remind me solely of like XCOM. Yeah, it's attacked I multiple times. Who, oh. In my opinion, if people who like XCOM will like like Darkest Dungeon, especially like the the difficulties that XCOM does throw at you. Kind, of, <clears throat> excuse me. It's like um, I mean, Darkest Dungeon. Of course, you you don't always you don't have a hundred percent accuracy. You don't move around like XCOM. Like XCOM is more like a top down view of a world. Yeah. Darkest Dungeon is just left to right, basically. I feel like this. Right, every room, and XCOM like after each after each um mission, you still call it. You kind of have to reevaluate your next team you go send out. Yeah, yeah, to micromanage. Totally right. Same thing with Dark Dungeon, but it's not like it's not this it's not the same system as like somewhere Dark Dungeon is usually um quirks, yeah, negative quirks that you have to manage um diseases. Not yeah, not, this is not too common, and then you have to manage the, sh- the stress levels. So you know, in a way, as it's as, similar. Most of the stress levels, you have to to, ma- to micromanage. Yeah, so in a way, so in that way, it kind of yeah, some kind of similar because XCOM is mostly like injuries, but there's also like psychological, like stress level kind of a thing. It's really it's mostly just like 
their their morale is up or just become like fearful and that's like make yeah. them miss more and stuff. Exactly. But you just have to let them you have to let them heal up. If you let them heal like, up, is get over it. It's usually like it's, exactly. usually if they have an injury, it's more likely that they'll be fearful like oh they they shook. Dark Dungeon, you have you have two you have two stress levels, a hundred and two hundred. When you your character reach a hundred, just get a stress check and or a virtue. I think it's called a virtue check, and you have a chance of getting a a positive virtue <clears throat> or a negative virtue. Most for my for my experiences, ninety percent of the time you'll only get a negative virtue, like fearful, selfish, stuff stuff like that. And then the, the characters start acting based off of that virtue. Not all the time, but a lot of times. Like if it, if they get selfish, and like they're the healer, and you tell them to do a, like you tell them to do a group heal, it's like nah, fuck y'all, just heal yourself. So now you. You fuck, or if like if if they're the if they're somebody who low on health and you tell the healer to heal them, it's like don't touch me. It's like ah oh, shit. But so now for that turn, your healer can't heal them, no matter how no hard you want to try, like force to force heal them, you can't do it. So you now it's like and usually when somebody have high stress, they they usually come along with low HP. So now they're putting you in a worse situation. They make the fight harder for you, and. Yes, be so so freaking annoying to deal with. You just have to pray for the best. And then when you reach two hundred, I think there's a chance to have a heart attack and instantly die. <laughs> and as as one, that's the only way you can't. That's where characters usually die. That's not that's from high stress only, but like heart attack. Because when you get attracted zero health, they don't just flat out die. Just be on death's door. And if they stay on death's door too long, they'll have a heart attack and die. Or if they have nuts and they're on death's door, that will probably kill them. If they have too high stress, heart attack, die. That's that's fucking up because you can have four people on a, on a quest at a time, and losing one person is is losing a lot because each each row have kind of like a you have four people, so it's four rows, and each each pretty much have like a that's a set rule, but each car, each class has a set rule. And if you lose a certain class on a quest, you're losing a whole lot. And then GG's hope for the best or abandon the, abandon the quest and go back with everybody with high stress. Ridiculously high stress. And then you have to go and send them to get stress reduced and shit like that. And when you're reducing dude stress, like you send somebody to the tavern to drink because that's how this reduce do stress and then you come back from your next quest he went on a gambling spree and gamble away one of your trinkets and some, sometimes it can be a common trinket you get sometimes it'll be one of the rarest trinkets you get and then as it it's lost forever <laughs> it's a stressful game <laughs> but fun I kind of like I kind of like in what I've seen from the other side yo and I wish it would be on the switch because to me I mean, our style cool, graphics cool, but it don't look like it, like super yeah, taxing you know, on any system. Yeah. Was that movie? Um, no, you know, you know, it's like a movie I talk about. The it's a freaking movie that's been like kind of like black and white. Mm. 
And what kind of movie it is? Is it a few? I don't say I don't say superhero, but it's like a few black and white movies. Cool. I remember one that had like a whole bunch of what's the like name was in it? Um, B B, B uh, like A list and B list actors. I had like um, yeah, <laughs> I can't remember the chick. Yeah, it's on the tip of my tongue. Uh, I know who you're talking about too. You know, um, Jessica Biel and one Al- of them. Jessica Alba. Alba, not Biel. Alba. Alvin, one of them. Uh, yeah, I think one? that was like um, Sin City. Sin City. Yeah. The was kind of reminded me of Sin City a bit. Yeah, it was just like oh, kind of dark, black and white. I mean, maybe some other cults has kind of come through, but they're muted. Yeah. And then there's like maybe red. I think red is like the only color that's ever really let out fully. That's what, yeah, so that's what coming true in this game. But nothing in it looking like oh, you need, like, a super strong PC to play it or anything. So I feel like a, a port to the Switch would be dope. Because what I see him looking cool, and I think, so far I only see him play with one character in the mission. I don't know. I know there's, like, three different characters. I don't know if you could use them all at the same time or if you have to just pick which one you're going to go to the, the mission with. So far it seemed like you pick one of the, they call them, daughters that's like the heroes who oh no look look he have two. Oh, he had three so yeah i guess it depends on the mission so you have all three of the heroes and it looks like so not not like x coming then where it's like you make a move you do action and that is it well it don't seem like that it seemed like uh, you have like action points and moving and attacking let's take action points so as long as you have action points you can keep moving, keep attacking, kind of a thing. So it looks like you start off with a hundred and moving different distances, take different amounts, and then you have certain attacks at d- different amounts. Look cool. Well, is it, it, it in Steam? So if it if it has a good release on Steam, I could see it being ported. Yeah, because I mean, it it weird because again like a Diablo two feel when I'm looking at it at the same time, but with like with the movement of stuff as XCOM and then. With the different types of attacks, and since it's not like X coming over, some other games where it's just like using guns and stuff is have like an RPG feel to it. Looking cool though. That's one game I'll keep my eye out for because I like these types of games. I wish I could had X come on the Switch. Which one too? Because anyway, from yeah. what I've from what I've heard, the rooms I've heard. Last week, XCOM 2 is being ported to the Switch. I heard 2 is better, but harder too. So, so I'm, I'm keeping my eye out for that. Yeah, like, I like to get a bunch of games like that on the Switch. I have, what, which one I have? Is, is I think it's probably more like Darkest. Mm, yeah, probably more like Darkest, yeah, Mr. Over. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's more like Darkest Dungeon. But, yeah, it's more like, yeah, it's more like Darkest Dungeon. Like that one, it's like a Japanese game. But then, even it's it's more like Darkest Dungeon, but it's its own game. Yeah, it's because like, I don't really have all the like the intricacies that he was talking about with yeah. the stress and yeah, there's something there's, there's cool something there, but I don't remember what. But it's not like it's not like that like that deep. It's more about the movement within the gen- dungeons and stuff. Yeah, it's had to like just run out of light or something and. 
Oh, oh yeah, that, that's in Dark Adventures well. It's very much light. Like, but in Dark is, I think it's, I think it's similar in Mistoverse as in Dark Adventures where like, the light is kind of like a risk reward. Like if you're Dark, the the less light you have, the greater your reward from killing. Okay, so usually what people do is when they're about to kill the last monster, they extinguish the the torch. So it's in complete darkness. So when they kill it, they get more more nice. loot. Yeah, I didn't I didn't go too deep into I did like two or three missions so far, Mr. Over to be honest. So I don't really uh, know too much about the game yet. Yeah, yeah, you just had to like when I first started playing Dark Ascension, it I mean you, obviously if you have half a brain cell, you'll start grasping the core concepts of the game, but you just had to like play it for a bit. Uh yeah, I mean kinda I know everything does work together, and I really appreciate how good the game is. Yeah, cause I mean, even even when I was playing XCOM, it's like I just run through in the, in the first the first playthrough. I was just like play, 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 just die, die characters dying left and right, and then it's like all right, I, I think I kind of understand the game now. I started over and I do much better. I had a nice team for a long time, but I just the timer, the timer killed me. You know, that doomsday countdown. That's certain missions yeah. like if you complete them. Just push the timer back. It's kind of like foil the enemy plan. You, you push the timer back, but those missions will be hard as heck too. And then there's other missions that you have to complete in order to get further in the game. But then there's, I guess you would call like side missions that let you get like new, new characters and upgrades and stuff like that. So it's that of not only <laughs> not only during the fight. Not only during the fights, you just have to, um, like, use strategy, but it's, like, outside of fights, too. It's like, all right, before your next yeah. mission, what what mission you're going to do, who who you're going to put to rest, who you're going to risk it with. Like, all right, they're injured a little bit, but send them out on this fight because they, they're level, you know? And you also have to, yeah. like, set up your team. Like, you can't just have a whole team full of snipers. I mean, you might be able to. Just a full team of snipers, you know? That you know, yeah, I'd like to mix it up a little bit. So I like one, I have one or two people who'd be like them up close types. Just, just getting real close using stealth or whatever, and then just have like I usually have like one sniper, get hit from far, and then somebody like explosives and stuff. Yeah, definitely like those type of games. Yeah, like if there I was mean, like, as much as I, as much as I like games that. Kind of fast paced, you know, like I think when you fly, like Siege and stuff like that. I mean, Siege you could think a little bit, but just a lot to have a three minute time, you have to get to move. But I like, I still, I still prefer games where you could just sit back and and plan out your next move without without just playing without just playing chess. Because I watch, when I watch like who's play chess hardcore. <laughs> I should. I should more fast paced than Siege or Call yeah. of Duty. He's like, thinking on a different move, level because there's. Because these users look at. They play so much and they practice so much. They just look yeah. at the board and the thing is. Because I used to play chess. I was a member of a chess club in high school. But somebody who. Who like. Who was trained a little bit. He was like showing me like all these different things. So it had like these basic. This repertoire basically of, of moves. And. Th- they really don't use that against other pros. They use that against people who think they're good. 
and yeah. just see straight up like two two tree moves, boom, you lose. <laughs> it's like what the heck? Yeah. But they are like so they know these certain attacks and defenses basically. Yeah. Like oh if if, if somebody start moving their pieces in a certain way, they know all right, just you're trying to set up such and such attack, boom. And so they could see like two, three steps ahead. All right, if he do that and I do and I move here, he looks like he will do that. And so it's like a quick for them. I kind of like I kind of like that kind of fast pace. Have to think as well. I love RTS games. Yeah, like even though I love Civilization, now back in the day I didn't really care for like the turn-based ones as much. But now I see like the turn-based ones, mad fun too. Like <laughs> the chess, the chessness of it, pretty cool. But I like the fast pace style, like chess, like make a move on the go, on the fly, like. The enemy making their move, you making your move at the same time. You have to, you have a lot of things to think about, you know. But not too fast. Now, where's work? Like StarCraft Two. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, I wanted StarCraft Two to be so good, and it just it didn't cut it for me. I was like, I don't even, I don't even call like StarCraft Two chess. Like StarCraft Two just become. It's not. Yeah, it's not even chess. Pattern. It's, it's just that. Yeah. Just a pattern, and whoever, yeah. whoever, whoever executed their pattern well, I don't know about perfectly. Now, but I don't know how it is now, yeah, but no. when it came out, it's just basically whoever executed the pattern better. Yeah, because people, I remember, like, if you watch videos, you see people quit just because they mess yeah. up. Like, I, everything going good, everything going good. I don't think, this second... I don't think any of my placement matches went a full. Like like how stack when you you have a full on game. Yeah, like it's I... a match as soon as the dude see you saying GG quit. <laughs> like the guy, it's like I struggle with you quit. Okay, but sometimes you're right because I remember, I remember sometimes and it depends on who you get in your placement. You know, if you get somebody good, they gonna come and destroy you, and you already know the game over. But sometimes you're playing, you're playing, you're playing. You ain't even see the enemy yet. GG quit. <laughs> you know, yeah. and it's, but if you watch videos, you'll see it in the videos. Certain people like I right, at 45 seconds are supposed to click this button and build this. And they miss it by two seconds. Oh, kind of. I'm kind of behind. I can just see if I can make it up. And they miss something else. They quit. They ain't even. Let's not even see if the fight one goes some kind of way. This just quit. I kind of. I kind of lame though. Because back. Yeah. Back in the day. Going up. I mean, I don't know how it was with the pros, but you go up against somebody. You know, whatever. You you have your certain build patterns, whatever. You might get into a fight. You might win it. And then, all right, you might come back. All right, let me rebuild and and attack him back because you don't know what they're gonna build next. Or what they had building, you know. I, many games I had was like I had a bunch of Templars and Zealots and and Dragoons and stuff. It was like the basic, like Protoss units. But I, but meanwhile, I had carriers getting ready, carriers building. They just sitting there, just coming out building, getting all their little drones ready. And I had like oh, three or four Reavers getting ready. Uh, you come, you had a little fight, you wipe out my main force. But those were like weak units, and now suddenly here comes carriers, and then suddenly there's a little bit, a few, few dark templars and zealots walking around with some slow ass reavers. Carriers come through, start busting out. Slow reavers come, start destroying because it's high damage, you know, advanced units. When you, when you look at Starcraft um, two, the way, the way fights were like the early game was um. The <clears throat> matchmaking screen, whereas like you were, they show you and the other person versus. That's early game, and they say, "Oh, they say good luck, have fun." 
mid-game is moving your McDonald's to yeah, the first set of spots. <laughs> a late game is <laughs> said it. What you got is out to scout the head of me and see what they're doing. <laughs> and then <laughs> whoever be like they a step or two behind, they say GG and quit. And that yeah. was it. So all all those units that technically should be late game units, useless because games wouldn't even get in there because late game was Oh, yeah. your first set of scouting. Now is it for yeah for for like the pros playing StarCraft matches are probably like max ten minutes, max. But you probably like four or five minutes because after that first after the initial attack, if it get to that point, the person has quit. Like it's like I they know he's like even if they wipe out the enemy, they say all right yeah I, I you know I mess up way too bad because they came to attack they wipe. You know, barely finished them off. There's no way I'm recovering from this because who knows what they've been doing while was fighting me. And I watched yeah. people play it. <sighs> it must be Korean because the actions permitted like 500. You know, just click, 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 click. They have a drone going around every single point on the map. They're going back, building shit, they're moving, attacking units. You know, so they always use a drone to scout. As soon as the match start, a drone going around scouting. And then they click in the building in every building that needs something to be built at at the perfect time. Nah, I couldn't do it. That's what they learned in, in, in StarCraft 2. Like in StarCraft 1, you'd be like, yeah, I'm gonna my resources couple yeah. to like 2,000 and then build, up, build yeah. shit like crazy. This is like, if you if you have enough resources to build what you you want or need to build and you don't build it, you're already you fuck up. What? <laughs> 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 you're ready. You're ready. Ew. Or you had enough to build that and you didn't build it. Or yeah, you you lose. You lost. Yeah, like twenty five more than you needed. Yeah. You took you you took way too. So, like long. these dudes, like if they go and build a, a structure, they move in the builder towards the spot they build the structure. Mm-hmm. So as soon as the unit reaches the time to build the structure, they have exactly enough resources to build such structure. They build it. It's like, oh my yeah, god, calculated. Yes. Yeah, calculated. Like, I mean, yeah, as I like, it's the kind of RTS I played StarCraft, Rise of Nations, Age of Empires. You know, those things to me, they're fun, and they're still in the same kind of realm of like civilization and them. Well, like StarCraft Two, you, but... you can sit back in StarCraft Two and, and like take a breath. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's StarCraft One. You know, I mean, we weren't playing at professional level, but you can sit back and take a breath Just a and, and reevaluate stuff in StarCraft Two. You have to be clear. No. Move here, look here, let's yeah. do this. And I think it was everybody was doing it because when it came out, it was just videos or oh, um, Zealot Rush build pattern and uh, yeah, this. Yeah, and we can website so this build, build pattern or you trying, trying to get like, to, you know, Dragoon Rush or uh, Reaver Rush. Two, Everything two is a five, rush. I can't remember exactly what it was, like 254. Two, two minutes, build five, this, four, this, push. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everything, everything was real quick. Yeah. It wasn't like a big force. Everything was like, all right, it's a, everything is a rush. Small force come in. Whoever do it better, they go. They obviously, go have more units, or more advanced units that will destroy the the lower level units here, and then come through. And the detail, like like for the for the protoss, it's like you have to get the attack, the, the armor, and the shield build two you know you know get two shield one armor 
yeah, two attack or some crap like that. Or two 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 attack, two shield. I mean two two attack, two armor, one shield. Ah, it's too much too much to think about because you have to be upgrading, building the probes and the drones and the SAVs and stuff. Just be constantly being built throughout the game. And so it's so much to manage, then you have to manage the population limit, so you have to get the pylons and the supply depots and stuff built perfectly timed so that by the time that last that last you know you was gonna take up the spot and it was gonna tell you you can't build anymore, boom, the the supply depot built and now yet you know the the thing keep going up. More units keep being built. It was too much, yeah. It was too much. I think they used to have like three like three probes and stuff per mineral. That's wow. <laughs> yeah, like if you have if you have one, you're un ineffective. You have four, yeah, you're you're ineffective. Shit like yeah, that. Four is too much because then they start to they start Good to up. move to other ones and mess it up the flow. But three was like perfect. Like one getting it and they start going back. The second one getting it, start going back and then the third one start getting it and start going and the first one already come back and start taking it and the second one just drop it off so it's like a perfect flow it's like some one drone always on a mineral and there's like no no delay in between but so once you put okay. up four then one does be waiting but they don't wait when they wait in they'll go to a different one that open so then they start messing up the flow of things that's so much to think about right there see yeah looking at um uh... Starcraft 2 bill from it was published December 31st 2019 so Damn, the game pretty much similar so right so 17 seconds supply depot 40 seconds barracks 44 seconds refinery a minute 27 orbital command a minute 28 arena a minute 43 command center a minute 59 supply depot and a marine 2 minutes 11 factory 2 minutes 17 refinery 2 minutes 22 barracks reactor like you see what? how much but you see how much they're doing like <laughs> in two minutes <laughs> in StarCraft 1, two minutes, I built like 60, uh, whatever the gatherer is called, SCVs, and, yeah, and, like and, and manually, and... manually separate, put each one on a different mining point, because in StarCraft 1, in my mind, it was like one per mining point. You have two, three, it, they're slowing down each other, so it was like just one. I don't remember exactly if StarCraft 1, you could have three on it. And it yeah, I think you could have three on it still. I just didn't think about it like that. Because I know the, like the gas, you always have three in the gas one. You always have three in the gas. Yeah, because the gas one is weight. This weight. I think no matter how much you put in the gas one, they'll, they'll wait. So it's one inside, they'll wait to go. So I think for the gas, yeah, three is like the sweet spot. So like when you're making maps in StarCraft 1, you'd, you'd make a map where the gas far enough from your base, but close enough. So like as soon as one reach, one coming out. So there's no, there's no downtime. And then you want the minerals like as close to your base as yeah. possible. And then somebody make the uh, fastest map possible, and that was it. <laughs> and then everything was fastest map possible, best map possible, greatest map possible, fastest, greatest, best map possible. But it was like all the the minerals were maxed out, like almost infinite, right around the base. Or somebody get it to where you didn't you didn't need a distance between the minerals and the base, so base the starting points and the minerals and the gas was right on the base so it was like yeah things go in come out go in come out like oh man and one Good thing time, i like bro. about stock off one which was like 
Yo, 15 minutes, so rough. <laughs> like, this one is pretty good. This is one this is what to get to be over in five minutes. Yeah, like, 15 minutes, so rough. I used to so love rush. that. I remember, I remember, like, <laughs> I was doing one. It was, like, teams. It was, like, three on three. It was, like, 10 minutes to rush or something like that. Year three, I feel like I'm doing good. You know, have some units building. Look at my team. Yeah, we're we doing good. You're 10 minutes up. The amount, kind of the amount <laughs> of units. It was like the team we were going up against was like, it was like two Zergs and a Terran. But the amount of Zerg units I saw attack my <laughs> my teammates, <laughs> I was like, wow. I already, I had, I had like one eight the amount of units. I was like, how the hell they build that money in 10 minutes, yeah? Man, <laughs> just straight, like just walk through and wipe out my team. So, yeah, GG. <laughs> I used to, I used to love um playing as Protoss only for because my favorite my favorite um faction was Terran. I used to love playing Protoss only for the fact that they could mind control. Uh, oh yeah, I love that. Unit that from the other thing. tech, so you'd have so basically you had unit three times like two hundred. Yeah, yeah. You basically that. So you had. Three 200 times protos, the 200 unit cap. 200 terrain. But I mean, in a regular game versus like really good players, it could never get that far. But I mean, yeah. If you play against, you play the 50 minute rush, you just have to against regular units. Yeah. Or you're playing against the PC. Yeah, that's so fun. That was real fun. Yeah, that's one of the reasons I like them that. too. The yeah, reason I didn't like Zerg too much was because he creeping crud. Like yo, dude, you're always especially you're the the process and you're trying to yeah, to put these here like, in in a, diff, in a different area, yeah. yeah. Otherwise, you back. <laughs> come through and then you can't build anything. Yes, Akar was such a good unit. Yeah, computing is hard, black and white, red aesthetic. The subject matter: war between daughters, the echoes of greatest warriors to ever live, and others. Dread creatures pulled from the worst, worst of humanity's crimes. It's all very abstract, but it sure is neat. Yeah, it looks, it looks, it looks well thought out. That's looks pretty good. Yeah, I mean, from my opinion, in my opinion, from my opinion, in my opinion, lately, indie devs have been the most creative ones out there. Triple A studios have just been, you know. Recycle generic crap and indie devs have been making games that seem that are that are fun to play and not just look beautiful with hyper realistic graphics. There's also a skill system, roguelite features, including permadeath mm -hmm. and talk of limited resources. Inevitably, you will need to make the toughest decision and sacrifice one of your daughters to heal another. Survivors will get stronger, ready to fight the next battle according to the creator. The team is looking to test both your skills and sanity, <laughs> so it's bound to be nerve-wracking. Dang, you have to sacrifice one to heal. I wonder if you just get more, though. Oh, I, oh I, you know what I'm thinking? It is, because I said it was only three characters, but I think what is is three different types of characters. I guess you I'm, I'm not 100% sure, but you might be able to get another one when you go to another mission, but they just won't be leveled up, you know, they'll be, like, back to... Back to level one kind of thing. I have to level them back mm -hmm. up to get these other skills and stuff. Maybe I don't know. It's, I hate that so many games just come out on PC and it's just like since I'm not a PC gamer, I can't really get to play them. I can only watch and hope that they get the port. 
Yeah, the whole people on PC actually buy them and play them. Mm-hmm. Even Steam have 400 games in the Steam library. Yeah, because all this yeah. do is buy games on sale, and then there's only. I hate that because everybody I know that have Steam, that that does quote unquote PC game. Yeah, they just play games on PC. They talk about all the games they have. Yo, you should get a PC. Look, I got all these games, and then when you look at it, they What's only play like two games. This guy, Roman, and League of Legends. Uh... Yeah, League of Legends and Battlefield 4 <laughs> or Skyrim. You know, it's always like, you know, they have two, three main games that they just play. And then they have 500 other games that they just buy just to, oh, it's on sale or, or Steam sale. All right. Or I'll go wait till it's on sale, buy it, buy it on Steam. Don't play. One of my wishes for future systems is the ability to have two games open at a time. So like, yeah. let's say I play in each of my friends or, or some, something co-op with my friends and I dead or dumb time, just all tab into like one of my turn-based RPGs. That would be dope, actually. just play it separately, yeah. That would like be dope if you could just like switch between two different games, you know. And, so like and in queue, the... just play something else while you're in queue, tab back to the regular game. And then basically for like a game... For like online PvP games, they could have a like a a, a thing that's all right. If you if you have a PvP game open, you can't have another game that require you to be yeah. on the internet open. Yeah, at the same time, but you can play another game that's you know single player co op, offline kind of a thing, like local. Like I'll always have a turn based what kind of turn based oh, RPG. Yeah. I think that they have like a serve or something. Yeah, <laughs> something that don't require you to be managing. When you think of Civ, well, when I think of Civ anyway, because I, I don't think I ever complete a game of Civ in the same day. <laughs> I don't think mm-hmm. I ever did that. I always like save a comeback, take a two or two or three days to complete a full game. Because I like to play big maps with lots of, with a lot of uh, civilizations mm-hmm. and city states. Even though at the end of a Civ game look like. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I. In Civ Five, I definitely wait. Wasn't you one six, right? Yeah. So Civ Five, I definitely beat. But like once I got good, I started getting a lot of victories. Like in the beginning, I always lose. The first type of victory I get was the military victory, military conquest. And then I started winning like that all the time. I was like, ah, it's too easy now. No, now we're too easy. like I know how to do it. And just try for another victory. I think. Only other victory I get was like a scientific one, I think, where you reach a certain age and build a certain thing that is just end the game for everybody. And then now I'm trying to do the the culture. Well, that's what I'll be trying to do in six, like a culture victory, and spread my religion too. That's one thing I always wanted to, like as I start doing it. Yeah, that's, the, I was trying that a lot. But the, just gameplay. But the PC just always be ten times better at spreading religion, you know? It's like, oh, my religion doing good. In my city, you have, like, oh, plus 30 of my religion in their city and, and spread into my cities. And then you see some clown from some other civilization come, wipe out your religion, put the religion in place. It's like, what the, what the heck? And then I come re- reverse it. But then when you look and you trade in, every other freaking civilization had these stupid religion. So now you trade in and you get influenced by that religion as well. It's like, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, I need to try that out. Figure that that kind of victory out. I don't know if you have a religious victory. It might be in six. 
But before, I don't think there was a religious victory. It was just I like think a... there is. I think there is because usually when I some for some reason I always try to do good religious. Yeah, I think I think up. there isn't six, but I think in five. It it wasn't. It didn't. There was no victory path for it. I think in five it was just like a means to an end to one of your other victories, like help you get more great yeah. people or more culture, more tourism, or more money. You know, based off what I didn't, I didn't play five much because like when when I started playing five is the wrong time. My PC was acting up freaking crashing when i'm playing a game with computer just completely cut off i started playing five back when remember when we used to get all them old games like uh sid meyer's uh yeah. alpha centauri and we alpha were playing centauri, yeah. we were playing that and we had like alpha centauri too we 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 figure out how, oh, how people is getting to even though it wasn't an on, online game or maybe it was but no service anymore people figure out how to connect directly yeah to each other <laughs> and play over the internet, I was like, "All right, that's cool." We sat there and that. And we played so many ad hoc games over the internet. Yeah. Like Monsanto on PSP, we played over the internet. Played so many ad hoc games over the internet because Alpha Centauri, I'm pretty sure was. Yeah, I'm feeling like it was ad hoc because it was only. way. That was way back, back in the day. Yeah, before. before internet was a a big thing, you know. The internet was there, but it's like Earthlink, <laughs> freaking. AOL. AOL is the You know, 52K. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I remember. I remember the last time I saw the AOL um, hub because your AOL had its own. Yeah, that had like, like own browser, everything. Browser everything was and just everything. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I, I used to go to the, the law office and I, to help out there, and they had, they had that shit and saw the computer. I was like, yo. This shit is so old, and this was this was eons ago. So like 10, 15 years ago. I was like, this thing is so old. Y'all still working this? Like, with the times, boomers, freaking, <laughs> freaking yeah. Google Chrome and Firefox. <laughs> Y'all over here using Internet Explorer. AOL. Internet Explorer two. <laughs> I hate Internet what, what, Explorer. Like, man. They need to get rid of that shit. Netscape and was the shit though. You used to go with Netscape just to play games. <laughs> yeah. They need, they need to definitely, Microsoft, I feel like, they need to discontinue Internet Explorer. The only reason they keep making Internet Explorer is because a lot of things is run on Internet Explorer, and motherfuckers don't, uh, don't update it. Like, update the, update your goddamn app. So when I see websites... Chrome and, and Mozilla and, and Safari and stuff, like, Internet Explorer... When I see websites it. from companies in Georgia, I don't understand why stuff like Internet Explorer still exists. These yeah, websites for these companies so basic it's like the twelve year old nephew make it for them. A whole bunch of websites and web apps like that. So like you're trying to pay a bill for a company in Georgia and Jesus Christ, it's like not this this bare minimum. It's basically you fill out a form with your information and then somebody over there take it take the information from your form and billing you. And <laughs> like it's just yeah. so Danger. Update man, get with the time to automate stuff. Yeah, JavaScript, get some JavaScript and stuff up in there. I don't even think JavaScript is run on Internet Explorer. <laughs> I'm not even sure. Probably not. Can't I get no script. I use it every day for work because the stupid. Uh, see, that's why I hate the stupid freaking program we use that only work in Internet Explorer. Uh, 
so funny. Uh, so it's like you do everything you're doing, you're doing it to Chrome or Mozilla. You're doing research, blah blah. You're you're checking out these different areas, and then as soon as you put the program on, it's like, ah, all right, guess I gotta open up Internet Explorer because the program will work. And and this, the thing is, they're still updating the program regularly. So in my head, I was like, why haven't you guys already? Because I mean, look at the year we're in. It's 2020 already. People been using Firefox, Safari, Chrome for years now. Internet Explorer been ups obsolete. You know, like get with the times. You would have should have been update your app or your program to be able to use more modern browsers and take into consideration JavaScript and all these different scripting stuff. And make everything easier. It could automate half the shit that the um, programmers do. And it'll be better than Internet Explorer. Whatevs. But yeah, this other side game, on point. Outsiders? Looking... Look, it's interesting. You know, so far, it's, a, it's an indie game, so I'll, I'll give them. And that's why I like indie, indie games, they're different. You know, I feel like. Triple A games is all the same, all the same. Everybody just doing the same thing over and over. There's the same games coming out over and over. Call of Duty, Modern Warfare came out last year or something. Uh, of course. October, I don't know. At, or November, somewhere around there, right? And and then now that they, they have another one in the works. Of course, the game before that one had a, uh, what you call it? Everybody playing the Battle Royale. So of course this next one I have to have a battle royale too. Which is, that's what I'm saying. Every game's the same. Back in the day, Call of Duty to get the zombie board. Every Call of Duty suddenly had a zombie board, even if it came after launch. You know, like all right, the game released without one. Eventually, it had one zombie board. Now it's battle royale. Game released without one. Eventually, it would have a battle royale. So I could only imagine the next game gonna come and release a battle royale or zombie mode or both. Every single triple A. Well, at least at least Ubisoft featuring Siege with some care, and not not just. That was one game that I so like surprised about, like Siege. Yeah. Never could like when it was first coming out, I wanted to play. Yeah, sure. I never imagined though, because just because the way like these companies are, I just never imagined. How many years? Like five years later. It will still be going. And who knows? It'll probably be going longer. Because if you think of like... What's that one everybody's played that? FPS on PC. Counter-Strike. How old yeah. is that? I think... I think much older than Siege, I'm pretty what sure. What old as me? <laughs> yeah, that, that thing been going. And, and people still play that regularly. I could, I could see Siege getting like that. Even even after they stop... Like, updating it. And, you know, adding new... Characters and maps. Unless, I can see if you put out something, let's put out something as big as Siege, or or at least half of Siege in, in terms of Siege Two. Yeah. Yeah. People most likely, unless something else comes out to to, to take its place. And the current trend in most shooter games is respawn, so I don't see much taking the place of Siege yeah. with no respawn. Because like a Counter Strike, Counter Strike still going because no respawn. I like different that. game from everything it, else. It add a, a little bit of like respawn, pretty cool. Like in like for me, like Battlefield, because to me, 
but even Battlefield 3, by company, Battlefield 4, I still felt like there was a little bit of a tactical nature that was implied in the game. People didn't do it. You know, people didn't play like that. Everybody just always respawned. They felt like no consequence for the actions. But they didn't win many games. So a lot of people, you're sitting over there, nice KDs, terrible win-loss, because you're not helping your team win. So I feel like there's a little bit of tacticality was implied in Battlefield, even though when you're playing the game, you just never really see it. But yeah, definitely no respawn games just make you. It's like more of a reward when you win, you know, and you'd be more upset when you lose. <laughs> like ah, I make a mistake. The Ghost Recon is kind of like a hybrid because it's no respawn. When you die, you're dead. But you could be revived. You know, as many times. So it's more like you're down when you die. You're down, you yeah. can't move. But you can look at it, you know, and if somebody decides to pick you up, come back. And I like that. One thing I would say for the Ghost Recon PvP currently. Alright, so for me in the Ghost Recon series, the best the best PvP was in the Future Soldier, but that was more like an action game. And Ghost Recon to me is not really meant to be like an action action packed. But that that PvP I, I felt like it was pretty fleshed out it was pretty cool that nice game mode i mean the ghost recon movement always wonky but it's a cover based shooter and so when you're behind cover and you're shooting or you stand still shooting it was on point moving around shooting that's where shit does get crazy which I, and i feel like it meant to discourage running and gunning so but there's something about the current ghost recon and I think it's a bug, so it's like how to exploit the, the, the movement. It's not right. There's this thing with everybody just running around sprinting, sprinting, sprinting. At some point, they had buffed how much stamina they had because the people were like, oh, they felt like these people were supposed to be like, you know, these big special special forces, special operations. Like, dudes are supposed to be healthy. They should, they should have way more stamina. They should be able to run longer than that, you know? I agreed with it. But the problem with Ghost, this new Ghost Recon is the PvE and the PvP is the same character. So when you know everything that they pretty much everything they do in PvE is transferred to your character in PvP. But they had like some limits. Like some of the skills in PvE don't work in PvP. But they have to. I feel like all right, maybe in the code and they have to exclusively say no. So they went and they buffed the stamina, which buffed the stamina for your character. Which me, it wasn't like oh, Buffy stamina for your character, just PVE only. Yeah, just Buffy stamina, and I think that was like oversight. So now everybody in PVP had like it was almost like unlimited stamina, because they gave like sixty percent more stamina and then is regen like thirty percent faster or some crap. So you had a lot of stamina, which barely used to run out, but it used to regen faster as well. So it was like you always had stamina. Then this new way of playing came out where everybody's just sprinting around, sprinting around, sprinting. And when you're shooting at somebody who's sprinting, it's almost as if you're, even when your bullets hit, they don't take damage or something. But most of the time, you just be missing, trailing, missing, you know. And then just be sprinting, zigzagging, running in circles and stuff like that. And then as soon as you stop shooting, because you have to reload now, no matter which direction the character facing, they just snap to you. And it seems like there's a little bit of an aim assist when they're doing that. And then pull the trigger and burn you down. Because you could there's nothing you could do at this point because you stand there reloading, shooting at somebody who sprint like a clown. And that's like the new tactic. And I hate that. So then they eventually nerf, eventually nerf um, 
the sprint in PvP. I'm not sure if they did for both PvE and PvP, but definitely at least in PvP they nerfed the sprint again. Kind of rebalance it. But there's this perk that also gives you more stamina. So it's like everybody running that perk, adding more stamina, and they're still doing the thing. And my suggestions for that, to fix that, to make the game a little bit more tactical, instead of like people running and gunning, because people love to run and gun. As soon as they say shooter, that's what people want to do. No matter if it's supposed to be tactical or what, people just mm -hmm. want to run and gun. You look at Ashen Siege, right? So my, my fix is like, all right, anybody who's, who's sprinting, should take more injury damage because if i being honest the game have an injury system you rarely get injured in that game the most like, i was telling people like the most i have been injured really online is after being revived sometimes when you get revived you're revived with an injury i was like that's the most i've ever been like i i haven't been playing pvp get hit and oh i'm limping suddenly nah only if i die and then someone rewrite me, maybe you come up with an injury. So they should add, they should take more injury damage while sprinting. Two, after a sprint, after a sprint of at least a certain amount of time, I'll say like at least a five second sprint, you should have a debuff to your accuracy and handling of your weapon. You know, you shouldn't be able to handle it as well because you, you should be a little bit out of breath. You know, so your time to aim should be a little bit longer. Your, your recoil management should be a little bit lower. You know, you shouldn't be able to manage your recall as well. And your accuracy should be a little bit off. You gotta catch your breath. You just came off of a sprint that you perfectly well to fight. Nah. That's, that's my second thing. Third, it should be while you're sprinting, because there's no suppression system in this game, which I found was weird. So I figure to add a suppression system while you're sprinting, you should take more suppression. You know, the screen should get a little bit blurry and people firing at you. And all this is to do is not to say don't don't ever sprint, but is to make it like force people to use cover, force people to think about when they're going to sprint. I right, going to sprint. You really going to sprint from cover to cover. You're not going to sprint directly to an enemy because you know, or oh, while I sprint and I don't take, you know, I don't take hits, I don't take damage. That's kind of dumb. And everybody yeah. on the forums complained about it, but you're not hearing nothing. It would be a good good spot to. Yeah. Holy, what did you speak? Yeah, probably look at my PS. Might be on Siege. Or yeah, well. Ghost. Grab some breakfast and I don't know what to do it after that. I'll be on uh, with Siege today for sure though. Alright. Playing Smash, playing some Smash last night. Getting bodied by a freaking shulk. It's like, there's that range on his sword and then switch to Buster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody does. I was like, you know what? Let me just go, go my bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Think about what you did. Oh, <laughs> right, yeah. All right. So, yeah. I'm Nerd. I'm not Trinity Key. We're the beta testers. We out. Deuces.